Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Star Guys, a podcast about Stargirl on DC Universe and the CW. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And this is the bonus episode for the latest Woo-hoo. episode of the show, Shiv Part 1. Very exciting episode. We're definitely going to spoil things here, and we're specifically going to spoil things because we have a special guest with us this time. It's Nelson Lee, who plays Dragon King slash Dr. Ito on the show. Nelson, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Great to be Great here. Great to have you here. You're terrifying. <laughs> anyway, you show <laughs> up. It's great. <laughs> it's, uh, it's such so much fun to play. Yeah. Uh, you know, Pete has been so excited to talk to you all week. You have been on the show, I think, probably a grand total of one-ish minutes. Oh, other it's than the, a few yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you immediately, like, all of us, we liked you, but Pete was like, this guy, this is the guy I want to talk to. <laughs> awesome. Um, <laughs> Pete, why was that? Why did you so, hook yeah, into Dragon King? It's one of those things where when you have villains on TV shows, their presence, like how they kind of like make an entrance or their kind of the way they're shot or their whole look or whatever can be very intimidating. Yeah. And from the first time we saw the Dragon King, it was definitely like, holy shit, who the hell is this guy? You know? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and for me, I grew up watching, you know, a lot of cartoons. It was like a almost like a combination of like Cobra Commander yep. evilness. Oh, yeah. With that kind of like hood. And then the snake underneath it was yeah. kind of like uh, Sergeant Sepentor. It was yeah. intense. And uh, it was great the way they did it because it was like, we'll give you a little bit of the most evil character you've ever seen on TV and they completely take him yeah. away. So the whole time you're just kind of waiting for it. Like, when are we going to get the dragon? King? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he's, it's so much uh, fun. And I, it's funny when you said that about Cobra commander, that's totally the joke on set was always that I would just like do the Cobra commander voice. Like dragon oh. king. <laughs> 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 it, it, it never failed to make everyone laugh, but when do we get um, to, see, when do we get to see the Cobra commander cut? Uh, yeah, that, that's in many ADR booths, <laughs> many <laughs> booths where they've uh, got that somewhere. Uh, I keep trying to talk them into letting me do it, but we'll see. Maybe in season two, um, yeah. <laughs> it would be that would destroy on cameo. I'll Ex- tell you that exactly, much. <laughs> it would change it a little bit if I started that way. In the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so I do want to ask you before we get into the episode proper about the look, because as as Pete was mentioning, there's so much going on in the costume. It is taken from the comics, even though the character is kind of like two different characters that are smooshed together. But what was it like taking that costume, putting it on, getting on set for the first time? I mean, it's amazing. And also we were like part of the process, like, you know, trying on the suit was like months and months. You go in and, and over and over again, you're watching it grow. You see the initial thing and the most amazing thing. I mean, think all the costumes are amazing. LJ and the Supersuits team, like they're just 
so phenomenal what they do. So much of the DC and so many other shows that they take care of. But like you saw it, the, the vision of it, and then to see it come, come alive, it was crazy. And it's just like it. Like you look at that, you look at this and it, and the, the detail, that's the thing you don't really notice on screen because it's so dark, but it's like, there's things, there's patterns, there's like a blood splotches that you just don't see. And that kind of detail is what makes it so epic and cool. But uh, yeah, you put that on and you know, it was a process of the eyes and then to make them figure out what works. And you know, in the beginning, it was like, literally I would just put on the suit and I would just be drenched. In 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. I was like, can we no, make this man. a little lighter? I mean, it's still hot, but it's way better than it was in the beginning. I mean, it's very easy to, you know, be Dragon King. Just basically just wait them out. Give them like 15 minutes. You'll be on the ground in a pool of sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to be evil when you're burning up inside. Yeah, exactly. That's why he stays in a dungeon. <laughs> He's not That's an cool. outdoor in the sunshine kind of guy. Uh, I'm struck on this show by how um, sort of like, devastatingly evil the character the villains are they're really much sharper and deadlier than i expected uh, what right. was it like when you were like uh just getting the script and after you'd booked the part and everything like reading that what, did that surprise you what was that process like yeah i mean and you know in the beginning like dragon king all i knew was really all all-star squad and stuff and then a lot of obviously in the star girl series uh, but so the script kind of goes off a lot uh, away from that, but, you know, still has some of it in there, the, the core stuff. But so it was interesting to watch what direction Jeff and the other writers wanted to go with him. And also, like, there was, like, little bits of humor, even though he's, like, super evil and just crazy and, you know, asking for bodies of, <laughs> of dead uh, yeah. past, uh, you know, uh, ISA members. It's it's It was great, and it's just exactly what I expected. Uh, but at the same time, it's so much, so fun to see them actually, you'll see it in Shiv Part 1, the kind of humor. Or they lightly write in and the kind of humor you would expect from a guy in a hood that's a hundred years old and you know just been experimenting on his daughter and all his friends <laughs> oh, man. well to jump into the episode one of the things that i was really struck by in your performance because you are masked the entire time you're completely yeah. covered including gloves so much of the performance has to come through how you're physically interacting with meg delacy and the other character uh, yeah. other actors on set um, what, what was that like? How much work did it take to get those specific physical notes? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's such an interesting process. I mean, you know, like we were talking about earlier, you put on the suits, so you have that, you have the look and then you're like, Oh, how do I move? You can't see me. You can't see, these aren't my eyes. These aren't, you know, you can't barely make out, there's no facial expressions. And then you put in the voice. Once we found the voice, then you kind of, we started just playing around and Jeff and everyone was just fantastic and gave us so much freedom in like finding it. And there were some hilarious choices that obviously were <laughs> thankfully cut out. <laughs> they save me but you know and just play around and you find your groove and you find how to really convey and you find like a lot of stillness even though you'd want to do a bunch of stuff like stillness in that kind of outfit you have to trust that it does so much work you know for you mm. you put that on and it's already talking it's doing so much and you just have to kind of respect that step back and just like honor the the words and everything else in the situations that you're doing because if you try to do too much it's just like a hat on a hat on a hat yeah. Like literally, <laughs> yeah. Definitely yeah. with you. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of uh, at least a hood on a hood, I guess. You yeah, say. exactly. Hood on a hood. Uh, it's very in this episode. Like you get to do some dadding, some pretty hardcore dadding. Yeah. And he, I love the transition from like straight up monster to like. Actually, can you just be a good daughter for a second here? I'm stressed yeah. out right now. Like, um, exactly. What, what is that like? That fighting that the differences between that tone and like hitting those comedy moments, like yeah. What's that like? 
I mean, it's it's so amazing that they allow him to, you know, because in the beginning, I thought, you know, like you said, and you read the script, it's like, oh, he's just going to be super dark. You're like, oh, no, there's some levity here, and it's necessary, because otherwise it can just get too heavy. And I think it is, it's built in that I am this layered, uh, dwelling, you know, a crazy scientist that's experimenting. And I have a daughter in high school who's like, you know, trying to, who's trying to be popular and like get the boys. And, and so it's funny and I'm just trying to be a good dad. And I think at the heart of him, he actually is, but I don't think he really sees much except like, why, what, what do you mean you need me to say I love you? (laughs) I created lots of things for you. Look at the suit. Not be in our our room right now. This is our room. Yeah, exactly. Go out of here. Go back to your room. <laughs> it just would be always fun to do a little spin-off of like Dragon King and Dragon King and Shiv. Oh, Shiv. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. Uh, but but it, it's yeah. funny it's funny that you brought that up because it was such a fun line to deliver. Like, what do you mean? I gave you superpowers. Yeah. Like, what more do you want from me? Exactly. You know? It's like, I gave you the best thing I could give you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I gave it to me. I didn't give it to Daryl over there. Look at him. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> I could have given it to him. <laughs> did you name all the henchmen? You did know, they all have different names? You know, like you Darryl, know it's, I, we did because, you know, and because they all look the same. And actually, one of the best rap gifts I ever got was, <laughs> the guys, some two of the guys on my super suit team that were responsible for holding me up, getting me buckled in every day, which was a long and difficult process. They gave me a plaque and we'd made a joke about it early on that has a picture of one of my minions and it says employee of the month, Kevin. Ah, <laughs> and it's so good. I'll eventually oh, would have post that, but it's, it just it cracked me up so much because I wanted just a whole wall of different, <laughs> the same picture, different names of my minions of the month. <laughs> so funny. Uh, what is it like working with Meg DeLacy? Because again, you were at most of your scenes yeah. with her in the episode. I mean, she's fantastic. Uh, you know, the great thing about the team that they put together is like every actor is so perfect for their part. And Meg's perfect and we got along great. And I think she brings a real kind of like tenacity and crazy and just like evilness that, you know, even as a, as a high school girl. And then you see a mean girl morph into really, really mean villain girl. It's really cool to see that transition. Um, and I think it's a lot of fun to, to watch her play. And then you put her into a father daughter situation then. And it's been a lot of fun. And uh, it gets even better and better as uh, the the father daughter relationship kind of deteriorates as uh, it goes on. So I'm trying, I'm trying my best, guys. But yeah, I've got a lot of things to build. I've got a lot of things to build. Sometimes you got to drop a couple things. But I'll tell you what, your daughter's nasty. Like I don't know what she yeah. did, but she's like she's sort of scarier than you. You've passed it on. She, well. she is. She is. She really exactly. I did my job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is getting into teasing for the next episode a little bit, but it certainly seems like with uh, Cindy taking the costume, attacking yeah. Stargirl and everything, that's going to complicate a relationship more in terms of her girl trying to get on the ISA as well as with her father. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing. And, you know, as a man who's 100 years old, there's I think time is an interesting thing to him. And I think patience, that's the thing that makes him so interesting. He's just so like methodical and patient with everything he does and the fact that his daughter can't even wait 
to put on the costume that he's made, to take the staff, all these things. Like, what are you doing? I told you I was going to give this to you soon. Not yet. I had a plan, you know, and I think that's something that just doesn't compute with him and makes him furious because at the end he is still a super powerful supervillain. So, and I think that's the thing, no matter how tough you are, your parents always have that kind of thing that you can beat, like you, you can't really beat up your dad, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're always like, or can you? <laughs> now he's been alive, uh, Dragon King's been alive for a hundred years. What was he doing in like the sixties and seventies? Was he like sort of uh, out Just there? tripping out, man, just <laughs> tripping out. He, 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 yeah, he, he disappeared like hot Asbury area for about four years and then, then he came back. But, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> he, he did a lot of psychedelics, man. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm wondering what the coolest part for you as an actor. I mean, you've done like a lot of cool things, you know, in Claw, you were in Blade, you know, you got to act with Ice-T. Yeah, like, <laughs> for you, what? Not sure what if you're been, aware of what Pete's very specific interests are. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> but like... Getting a script like this, what was the thing to you that was the coolest? Was it when you got to see with the full makeup? Was it just like, oh, shit, I'm playing the Dragon King? Like, what was the coolest thing for you? You know, I'll be honest. Like, when I first heard from Jeff, he called me. I was shooting Mulan in New Zealand, and I spoke to him. And I knew about this, obviously, Stargirl, when he had talked about it to me and Neil when we were on Blade. And, you know, the tragic story of his sister. And it was, you know, heartbreaking. And I, But at the same time, empowering that he was able to turn that into this uh, material. And to hear that he was asking, and you know, I hadn't heard from Jeff in a while. We were always great friends. And to hear him, and then he was like making that, I was like, oh, what? And then he said, I would love you to come out for Dragon King. And I'll be honest, at that point, I didn't know anything about Dragon King. I hadn't read All-Star Squadron. I knew him only from uh, the comics after I researched and, and read All-Star Girl. And so mm-hmm. it was really just the opportunity to go work with Jeff again. And then when I heard that Jackson, Neil Jackson was coming as well, I was like, this is perfect. This is so awesome. And it was my first day on episode four was with Jeff and Neil. And it was emotional. Like I think a lot of me and Neil have been talking about it a little bit, but it's the truth. Like it, it's, it's cool. Like, you know, back then, you know, Jeff was writing on it. Uh, Neil was a baddie. I was a sidekick and it to come, you know, uh, that much, you know, uh, 15 years basically later and be on the show wow. together, especially one that means so much to Jeff makes it yeah. mean that much more to us. And then we also get to play, and that's the thing. Like you look around, I'm in a, I'm in a Dragon King suit. He's Mr. Icy, and then you know, and then I get Jeff over there, and it's just, it's just hard not to smile. Oh, that's awesome. Man. That's awesome. I did want to ask you about, uh, sort of on a similar note, and it sounds like there was at least a little bit of this. Uh, we've talked to uh, some of the members of the JSA, and they clearly really bonded off set. Yeah. They all lived together. Uh, for the ISA, did you guys have kind of the same thing, or was it because everybody's at odds, <laughs> not quite the same bonding experience? Well, you know, I, the great thing about, and it is it is always a crapshoot of, uh, you know, the synergy of a, a cast, and it's great that this cast just really did get along. Like they loved each other. And I thought that it was so well cast that everyone fit their cast, their role perfectly as well. And the kids obviously had their amazing love fest. And that was, you can see that on screen. You saw that off, off and would hang out with them. But the ISA, we were the old folks and we all did hang out. I mean, I mean, uh, Neil Jackson and, uh, Chris Baker, they, they were roomies 
together. So, you know, Brainwave and Icicle were always hanging out. We went to their, <laughs> we went to their pool for July 4th and barbecues. Uh, wow. you know, and so it, we did totally bond, but in like the old people way. We went to, we, <laughs> we did a lot more like drinking Jameson at bars than the kids were maybe going to do more fun stuff. <laughs> but we always were trying to get us all to come together to do karaoke, but we never did. But we did do one night where we all went out for, uh, medieval times because one of our stunt guys was <laughs> wow. the Red Knight, I believe. I think he was Red Knight. And it was so much fun. I'd never gotten and only seen a cable guy. And of course, wanted to like live <laughs> that, that awesome life. <laughs> but it was so much fun to do that. <laughs> did you go there in full costume? We did not, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> we, we, you know, we got to let the knights shine. Yeah, that's that's yeah, their, that's their know, night. <laughs> also, they don't let Can you just walk out with the costumes out. I don't know. Sorry, guys. Wait, just, so was... <laughs> The Red Knight, like the uh, the janitor guy, because he had that uh, big sword. <laughs> yeah, Mark, Mark is everywhere. He's just in every show. You just don't know it. <laughs> he's nah. in Star Trek. He's in X-Men. <laughs> wow. He's just always back there with the janitor outfit. <laughs> uh, another fun aspect of this episode was directed by Leah Thompson. Uh, yes. First day on set, which she was like, all right, get your questions out of the way. Come on, let's uh, ask all the questions you need to ask about Back to the Future and everything, oh. and then let's move on. Or how, how did it work? What was she like as oh, a director? Yeah. Amazing. Leah Thompson is so amazing, so awesome. And I totally, I think everyone did, but I froze. And I have this terrible thing when I'm, I get starstruck. I just like completely shut down and pretend I don't know what they've done. And it's so oh, stupid wow. inside. I'm screaming like, <laughs> shut up, you idiot. Because like, I remember I was just eating lunch and she, she came in front and said, can I sit? And I was like, Yes, sure. She sat and I was like, how do you like directing? Like stuff. I'm like, you're so stupid, Nelson. Ask her something about Back to the Future. And then, but she's so lovely and she was so great and she had such a great eye. And speaking of eyes, I managed to poke hers out because Dragon King's main move is hugging people after a take and stabbing them with my collar. I've done that. I, I did that to Leah Thompson. And yes, I don't think she'll forget that. And I've done that to Jeff many times. You it's can direct a, with one eye. It's <laughs> exactly two eyes are overrated. <laughs> yeah, you got to blink one anyway to look through the lens, right? Yeah, but she was great, and you know, all of us were so like just fanboying out. It was so cool to have her on set, and the episode awesome. is awesome. She did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, before yeah. we let you go, uh, what can you tease about what's coming up with Dragon King? Obviously, we're like halfway through the season at this point. Things yeah, are starting to heat up with the plan. Uh, we got Shiv Part 2 coming up, but uh, I imagine big things are coming for Dragon King, not just with his daughter, but also he's gathering up all those dead bodies, everything going on in the background. Yeah, you're gonna. You're, eventually, we're gonna start seeing really what the plan is. Uh, we're gonna and in that right now, because right now you, you just think that it's uh, icicles the the main man, but there's a whole bunch of moving parts, and a lot of it is what Dragon King's got building in that in that layer of his, and what that <laughs> machine will you know in, inevitably do to Blue Valley and perhaps the world. We don't really know, uh, but you know. So it's it's but it's a really massive. It's a lot larger. It's gonna get revealed what we are planning to do. Uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And then leading up, of course, to the big old finale. And it's that finale will not disappoint. It's so cool. It is like amazing. I remember sh- being around when we were shooting and just like, 
oh my god just watching this it's just so cool and i think that's the great thing about the show they've done such an amazing job our stunt team is second to none they make us all look so good yeah. they're amazing like every like you know just recently that amazing sportsmaster fight oh, and tiger's so fight good. was so cool and the thing is we've all seen like pieces of it you know neil and joe showed it like to us with their wires but when you see it like that and you see what those stunt people were able to do and neil and joe it's so cool and uh, I can't wait for everyone to see what happens near the end and seeing, uh, you know, Dragon King's arc and what happens between him and his daughter. It gets uh, it gets nasty. It does strike oh, me that someone uh, like Dragon King who's lived for 100 years wouldn't be content with just conquering a small Midwestern town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, let's think bigger, everyone. <laughs> yeah. oh, we control this gas station and traffic lights. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Nelson, thank you so much for coming on. We really yeah. appreciate it. Uh, you're doing yeah, an incredible so job. You're really no, scaring thank. Pete a lot. Uh, so <laughs> good luck with the rest of the season. For all of you out there, if you would like to support our show, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Do Crowdcast and YouTube. Check that out. Socially, Star Guys Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice to subscribe and listen to the show. ComicBookClubLive.com for this podcast and more for the star guys. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>